Welcome to another episode of the Choke Slam Wrestling Report, and I am your host, the Ultimate One. And wrestling fans, yesterday it was heaven. We were waiting for this for 18 years. 18 years, yes. Ever since WCW closed down, and we were stuck with the WWE monopoly and the era of pretty much... Uh, era where we suffer where WWE put whatever programming they wanted to and we had to deal with it yes we had TNA we had Ring of Honor but that was not enough well yesterday the industry changed dramatically as AEW debuted in TNT with the voices of the guys that I grew up with with Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone the NWA days WCW days it was it felt so great just listening to them yesterday on TV watching them uh, break down the matches um, but yes aew debuted yesterday again um, it was a moment that I was so happy to see knowing that uh, a couple of weeks ago NXT decided to be put or well, NXT WWE decided to put NXT on the USA network jumpstart they brand to combat AEW, even though AEW was not even starting yet, they decided to put um, NXT ahead of us, uh, or on us, uh, AEW, and um, next thing you know, you know, they were bragging, they were showing what they had, all the great, those great matches the first week that they had on USA Network, the first hour, and then the second hour, everything happened where the, uh, the WWE Network crashed, and a lot of people wasn't able to uh, get to see the second hour. And I, I said it in my YouTube channel that WWE became greedy because they wanted to up get one up on AEW. And, you know, to me, I was like, you know, was, why are you showing all your ammunition right away? You know, we saw Walter. Uh, we saw Imperium. We saw Leo Rushback. We saw the Roderick Storm beating um, um, Velveteen Dream to do the prophecy of the Undisputed Era holding all the belts. Um, and I said it. Uh, Walter attacking Kushida. And um, I said it. I said it at that which they were showing um, all their weapons all in one shot. And it was going to backfire somewhere or the other. And they, and they had good viewing. They had a million viewers for the first hour of NXT. But as we saw, um, that didn't matter because the following week, they they dropped. They, the viewers dropped by 200. But that last night, AEW, Dynamite. And there we came in as a Dynamite. And uh, I'm going to go through the AEW review, the uh, review of all the matches and what we saw. Um... In the beginning, they had the nice intro, uh, very colorful, very, uh, uh, I, I don't know the band that they had, but it felt great. Uh, the fact that they teamed up Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone together, which was great because, and Excalibur included in that, which I have so, the total respect for Excalibur. Excalibur is a, a, a great commentator. And in the beginning, when we saw them uh, trying to figure out who was the commentating for uh, the AEW, first they had Alex Marvez, who I felt that he was like a zombie. He didn't bring no excitement to it. Jim Ross was a little off because it was a while before he 
he actually been commentating, but Jim Ross is still the man. Um, at one point, they brought some other guy that was pretty good in one of the fighter feds or, or one of the fight for the fallen. So they had a mixed match, the uh, commentary team for you know to to get the right concept for them when the show when the AEW um, show started or uh, the debuts that they will have a great commentating team and at the end they decided to go with Tony Schiavone they decided to go with Jim Ross and Excalibur but it's a great combination it felt so good last night so good last night to actually listen to them Schiavone and um, Jim Ross together again like the NWA days when they were together working for Jim Crockett promotion it felt so great just listening to those guys but you know uh, we will be right back and I will go through the matches that happened last night at AEW. I'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, the first match uh, that started off was Cody versus Sammy Guevara, which threw me off because uh, I did the AEW review on my YouTube channel, um, on my podcast, and I thought that the Sammy Guevara match would be somewhere in, in the between uh, maybe the uh, the Elite versus uh, Jericho and LAX. I thought that was going to be maybe between that, but they started off. They opened up the match. It was Cody versus Sammy Guevara. It was a good match. It was a 15-minute match, and I mean, at one point, um, Cody went to dive on Sammy Guevara outside, and Sammy put um, Cody's wife Brandy in the way, and she, uh, it looked like she hit her head in the back, her head with the with the railing. Uh, but um, she was a real trooper, and um, she got up. It was a great match between these two guys. I mean, Sammy Guevara, I even saw him do a, um, a Spanish fly from the top rope. Um, it was pretty good. I mean, these guys, when I said Sammy Guevara, showed that he was not intimidated to be in the ring with Cody. And Cody, pretty much, um, he gave him uh, the, 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 the platform and to, to show his skills. And Cody made him look good in that match. They were, and but at the end, you know, Cody ended up beating um, um, Sammy Guevara, and uh, it looked like Tony Schiavone was going to go and do an interview with Cody. But Sammy decided to pull um, Cody to the side and act like saying, "Hey, what the heck?" You know, whatever. They ended up going to do a, a handshake, but out of nowhere came Chris Jericho. Jericho attacked. Um, Cody, because remember they're gonna wrestle and uh, f- uh, what is it? Uh, I forgot. Gear something, fear gear, whatever it is. The next pay per view they got, uh, full gear. I'm sorry, full gear. Um, so he attacked them in the ring, um, and then decided to beat them outside. I mean, while they were in commercial break, you see the little, the screen on the side. He hit him with the chair, um, smacked them around. Um, and um, that was the only part I didn't like about the AEW when they went commercial. They were showing the, the little small screen. You really can't see it that well. But I liked it, though, in a way, because then when they went back to the action, they show you uh, little replays of what happened while you was in the commercial, which kind of helped us. But then we know what really what happened to the little screens, whatever. But it was good. But, um, but yeah, so at one point, um, Chris Jericho went and decided to powerbomb Cody on two chairs and... He decided to leave and say he's the champion. So it looks like already the the uh, 
the war or the uh, battle cries already been put in on the sand for Jericho attacked the Cody first so that's pretty much letting him know hey I know you a threat so I'm gonna take you out first but uh, right after that was the MJA against Brandon Cutler this match I felt bad for Brandon Cutler because I mean he hasn't wrestled in a while I know he's wrestled in some of the battle royals and stuff like that but in this match he kind of bossed a couple of uh, moves um, and at one point he was going to do a like a take a dive from the top rope and he slipped and hurt himself but I think before that he did a dive he hurt his knee outside and of course MJF took advantage of that I love MJF MJF he's one guy that when he comes out he uh, he knows how to stick it to the fans but uh, this match was real short and sweet uh, MJF put this um, salty on bar um, Jay Cutler and I mean not Jay Cutler I'm sorry Brandon Cutler and made him give up so it looks like Brandon Cutler will be jobbing to a lot of these guys even though I don't you know he should they need to build them up so um, the next match was um, actually no there wasn't a next match there was an interview between SCU with Tony Schiavone and I don't know where the Lucha Brothers came out uh, telling everybody they're the best tag team in the universe it was a pot shot at WWE, which I loved it. Um, so they started arguing, and then um, Penta did the uh, Cero Miedo, um, you know, sign. And then uh, Phoenix ended up spitting the water at, um, at uh, Christopher Daniels, and they ended up brawling all over the ring, uh, all over the backstage area, or the ramp. And uh, it looks like these two teams are not going to be... Um, uh, probably advancing to the second round, they'll probably end up getting um, eliminated because uh, I don't think Luchasaurus are fighting the uh, Lucha Brothers. So, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. So, we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. So, the next match of the night was a match that I was looking forward to since I think Double or Nothing, and it was Pac, the Bastard against Hangman Page and this again guys this is goes back to where these guys were supposed to wrestle at double or nothing but because Pac at the time in January was the Dragon Gate champion he felt that he didn't want to lose to Hangman Page being that he's a champion from another promotion and what ended up was that they came up with this idea where uh, Adam, pa- uh, Adam Page will fly to um to England and wrestle um, Pac, where Pac then will end up um, hurting Adam Page's knee at the, the double disqualification, whatever it was. And Adam Page played off that knee during the double or nothing and the rest of the summer. Pac eventually ended up losing the belt, the Dragon Gate belt, and then he pinned Kenny Omega at All Out. And then here it is, the match that we were, I was waiting for, which was Pac versus Adam Page. These two went at it. At one point, um, he um, Adam Page did like a, a Razor Ramon over the body throw from the second rope on Pac. Uh, but again, Pac showed that he means business in AEW. And remember, he pinned or he not his mate Kenny Omega submit or put him to sleep with the brutalizer, and he did the same thing to Adam Page where he did the. Uh, a black arrow on him and then right after that put the brutalizer on Adam Page and Adam Page passed out now this is a great thing because next week supposedly 
Jericho is supposed to fight or uh, defend his belt against somebody. We don't know what it is, but right now, uh, Pac could be one that he might get a title shot next week. So that is very interesting. He's beaten two of the elite, Adam Page and Kenny Omega, and Pac has not. He looks great. He looks like he's he's ready to take anybody. He doesn't matter. He doesn't matter. Um, the next match was the women's AEW women's title match. This match uh, it was a very slow paced type of match. Um, it felt, uh, to me, I saw the match. It felt like Riho was doing a lot of bodges. The fans went into it, but it felt like it didn't feel right. Like she looked so small next to uh, Nyla Rose. But the thing that really surprised me was that she ended up beating Nyla Rose. And then um, at the end, she ended up attacking Riho, where then Kenny Omega came in the ring, tried to save her, uh, which is shocked me because I'm like, Omega came out to help her. But, um, you know, it shows that, um, that in AEW, just when you think you got the match, oh, this person's going to win. No. It turned it around, and, and then a friend of mine made a... a, a, a he made a good point when he said, if you looked at the belt and when they first introduced the competitors and they showed the AEW belt, that belt looked so small in the referee's hand. It was not going to fit on Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose is a beast. So uh, so he said that's how he knew that Riho was going to win. But, it, you know, Riho, the first woman AEW Women's Champion, um, something to work on. I think um Britt Baker is probably going to end up going after her. Um, Nyla Rose, I'm sure she's not finished with. So Rio got her hands full. There's a lot of women in there. She's going to give a uh, run for her money. B. Brisley is there. So it's, you know, something to look forward to. Then after that, we had the main event, which was Chris Jericho against LA. Chris Jericho and LA. Oh, I can't even say it right. Chris Jericho and LAX. Or former known, formerly known LAX Santana Ortiz versus uh, the Elite. The match is going great. I mean, back and forth, whatever. And at one point, um, the guys were fighting outside, and Kenny Omega was about to do his dive from the over the top rope where he does the uh, Terminator thing, and out of nowhere, through the crowd popped out John Moxley. Moxley ended up attacking him beating him in the back, which left the Young Bucks by themselves against Santana, Ortiz, and Jericho. And Omega and Moxley just brought all the way to the back, and they ended up fighting to, like, VIP area. It was funny because Jim Rossi didn't know there was a VIP area. But the craziest part was when Moxley decided to pull out a, a glass table, like a regular glass home furniture table, glass, that you put in the middle of your living room. And he ended up suplexing um, Kenny Omega through the glass, through the glass table. I was like, "Oh my God, what? These guys are crazy." So, so now Jericho and Santana and Ortiz are now in the ring on uh, three on two against oh, um, um, against the Young Bucks. Uh, the Young Bucks make the uh, actually Matt Jackson makes the hot tag on Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson does all his moves, and at one point. Um, it looked like um, he was going to do... I forgot what was the move he made. But he got caught by Santana and um, and Ortiz. Ortiz did the headbutt. looked like the zombie headbutt. And then Jericho did the um, the unthinkable. He did the uh, 
the Judas effect perfectly. Time knocked out Nick Jackson and the LAX and Jericho uh, ended up beating uh, the elite. Well, you know, because it was three on two, of course. But then all of a sudden, they uh, they decided that, hey, let's beat up the elite. Let's beat up the, the young bucks. And it started being three on two. All of a sudden, Cody Rhodes jumps in and attacks Jericho. And out of nowhere, Guevara, Sammy Guevara comes in and hits Cody in the groin. Then right after that, Dustin Rose comes in to make the save, and he kicks Sammy Guevara in the nuts. But then out of nowhere, which there was report, and they were saying that it was going to happen, Jack Swagger, or now Jack Hagen, um, shows up and beats up on Cody and Dustin Rose. And kind of at one point, it, they brought in a little table into the ring, and they powerbomb on the power bomb on Dustin Rose on it, it didn't even break. I mean, I know that must have hurt, but it looks like they're gonna create a new faction because <coughs> they're gonna create a new faction, and um, it looked like an NWO style type thing, you know. And um, so we don't know, we don't gonna know um, what's gonna happen now because now it looks like it, you're gonna have uh, Jack Hager, aka Jack Swagger, Chris Jericho, um. Santana Ortiz and Sammy Guevara because they all posed together. That's the way the show ended. But it was a good show. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm looking forward to next week. You know, next week they'll have the uh, tag team tournament to start. And will uh, um, Santana Ortiz be involved in the Young Bucks match and cost them the match against uh, Private Party? We don't know. We don't know, but you know what? It was great. And with this showing the AEW did, I mean, they, they, to me personally, they perfectly did a great job. And, um, you can't, you can't ask for anything better than that. Um, the, according to the news ratings, it came out today at 2.30. It looks like the first show AEW did was 1.4 in the ratings compared to 0.9 NXT. And supposedly NXT was supposed to have a NXT TakeOver show. I saw some of it last night. It didn't look like what. Uh, again, I think they were over, uh, NXT was overdoing it the first two weeks by trying to jump ahead of AEW. It did not work. It did not AEW did not disappoint the fans. It was great. It was something to look forward to. We waited for 18 years, guys, and here it is. Anyway, this is the end of the show. AEW review. My thoughts. Give me your, um, hey, subscribe to the channel, first of all. So uh, subscribe to the podcast. And um, give me your thoughts. Let me know what you think on the comments or whatever. Um, and let me know what, what you thought about the AEW's debut last night. Also, I just want to give you guys uh, a thank you for subscribing to my podcast. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, which I mentioned earlier, the YouTube Ultimate One Wrestling News Podcast ultimate the number one wrestling news podcast on youtube i'm on instagram facebook twitter ultimate one wrestling news so you guys can subscribe to my youtube channel i put videos there every 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 week every saturday talking about the latest things that happen in wrestling um subscribe to this channel hit that notification bell every time i did a, a, a do a new upload here in the chokeslide wrestling report uh, you can hear me in spotify uh, Google, Apple Podcasts. So 
I'm on everywhere, every platform you can listen to in the wrestling world. Well, guys, I want to thank you again. I want to give thanks uh, to people across uh, England, Portugal, India, Canada, Australia, and the United States for supporting this podcast. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. And I'll tell you, like I always say, everybody all the time, have a good night and I'll see you soon.